Handling the dream killers is a must if you're gonna make it in America or anywhere in the world, I would say, today. Hello, hello, it's Lara Pereca. How are you doing? I hope you're doing great and I wanna help you today with a topic that is near and dear to my heart, handling the dream killers. Now, what do you mean by that, Lara? Well, there are two things, two major, gigantic, what could be considered demons or, or monsters or doctors. They could be good or they could be bad, but they're mostly bad right now <laughs> for most people. And there are two things and they will interfere with your ability to have your best life now or even anything better than a mediocre life. What are those two things? Well, much of society is the first one. I'll tell you the details in a moment. And the other is your mind. Your mind and media. The media. Yep, much of society is controlled by the media and you are part of society, so that means you too. Here's the thing. What do you want to talk about first, your mind or media? Because both of them can either make or break your future and mind and your children's. And for posterity's sake, this really is an important topic. Let's talk about the media first. Okay. Long ago and far away, the media was nonprofit with objective journalists, but we all know that that is not true anymore. Well, media is for profit now. And if you really pay attention, or even if you just think about it, a lot of the, the control is gotten by fear. Gosh, even in sales today, people are more um, apt to buy something through a fear of loss than anticipation of gain. You've heard me say that before. Fear, fear of loss can get people to buy things and spend their money. Well, same thing with media. They put fear in your mind and that's how they sell their product, which is the service of giving you quote unquote the news, which really isn't news. Let's face it. <laughs> Not much of what they tell us is news. It is more about outrage and more about fear. And it's for profit, so it's designed that way. How do they make more money? By keeping your eyeballs on the screen. And sadly, the way to keep people's eyeballs on the screen is through fear and outrage. So, sadly, the media, which is much of society, is drawn upon this, is something that can really be a dream killer. And I'll tell you more about that in a minute because... And aside from just like regular news is, and we call that media, the media, well, also social media. Why do you think the word media is in there? Now, social media, we tend to think of as benign and, and fun and time waster, but we don't tend to think of it as evil. However, many of us do. And I'll give you an example. When my daughter was younger, she got on Instagram and she was cutting. And this is a popular thing in American teens today. Most of them have anxiety and depression and all kinds of things that are going on that are mostly induced by social media. Anyway, on Instagram, she showed me accounts of other girls who had cut up their arms, something horrible. And so to her, in her little preteen mind, this is what people do. When they're upset or anxious about something, they cut themselves. Then the physical pain is worse than the emotional pain, and so they can forget about the emotional pain for a little bit. This, I've discovered, is by design. I hate to say that. However, 
uh, as of this recording, December of 2022, 60 Minutes did an episode on social media and the harms of it. And they highlighted a few families that if you want to go and watch that episode, you will discover, if you don't already realize it, how insidious the social media has been at harming our children. It's really sad. Social media creates narcissism and low self-esteem. And if you watch that episode, you'll agree with me and uh, what I told you about my own daughter, that boy, oh boy, it is not good for us. It's not good for our children. It's actually bad for them. So what can you do about it? Well, hmm, let's see. What can we do about media and social media? Well, I did a no news fast about by now, it was almost two years ago. I decided for one month I wouldn't watch the news. I wouldn't listen to the news. If anyone called me on the phone and started telling me about, did you hear about? And they were going to tell me about some news, whether it was local or or national or foreign. I would say, sorry, I'm on a no news fast. I'm fasting from the news. No news for me. <laughs> Needless to say, instead of just one month, I've carried that on for almost two years. Because... The people I know that I want to be more like don't watch the news. You heard me. Intelligent, forward-thinking people who are thought leaders and uh, seven-figure earners and entrepreneurs, they don't watch the news. So who is watching the news? Well, average people. So if you want to be average, go ahead and keep watching the news. But if you want to be in control of your own mind and you want to be able to handle the dream killers, I want you to know that 50% of what's killing your dreams is this. It is much of society and the focus on media and in particular social media, but also just regular news on TV and the radio and you know the internet. So what can you do? Well, you can stop watching the news. Don't worry, you'll still get the highlights. Believe me, we don't live in a vacuum. You'll find out just from hearing people say it, or if you happen to be somewhere that there's a TV on, you'll catch a little glimpse even when you're trying not to. So don't worry about that. You'll still hear the highlights, but uh, doing a no-news fast will really make you happier and save you from maybe some bad things that could happen in your life. Social media, how do we keep from being so narcissistic? Look at all the selfies. You know, there was no such a word as selfie when I was younger. (laughs) There was no such thing as a selfie. What was a selfie? Well, now people taking pictures of themselves is rampant. It really is. And you think that it's because we feel great about ourselves? No, because social media creates low self-esteem. Very, very sad. What can you do about that? You can put your phone away when it's time for bed. Do not take that phone in the bedroom with you. I have not been bringing my phone in the bedroom for at least a year now, maybe two, maybe since my no news fast, and I feel so much better. I ain't gonna lie, it makes a big difference. Now, in the morning, I used to be addicted to run over to my phone and take a look at it, which meant I was looking at everybody else's news instead of thinking for myself, what will I do today? How will I feel? What's important to me? And so I changed that habit as well. I left the phone in the other room, woke up, went to the restroom, brushed my teeth, washed my face, do my thing, uh, go to the kitchen, grab a glass of water or maybe some sort of, um, I don't know, I have this beet drink that I love. It's just this 
powder that you sprinkle in your water or vitamin C, whatever. I have a quick bit of hydration, mostly water, and then I go outside and take a quick, brisk walk. I do not look at my phone until after breakfast. So if you try to call me in the morning, you probably won't get me. That's right, because I've realized how important it is for me to own that special time. When I'm teaching businessmen and entrepreneurs about um, time-saving things and how to be more productive and focused, all these productivity tips, my main one is to block time. That means to set aside time where you have no interruptions, including your phone. (laughs) So when I teach people to block time, they'll make a two-hour time frame during their day where there's no phone around. They are not, sorry, you can't interrupt me. I'm busy focusing because focus has been really interfered with in our modern day. In our modern day, people are less capable of focusing. And you don't have to guess who the culprit is, who we've been talking about, what we've been talking about this whole time. All right, so the two dream killers, one is the media and social media. The other one might surprise you because it's what you get when you look in the mirror. The other dream killer is your mindset, unless, of course, you work on it. Unless, of course, you decide you're going to work on that mindset. Here are the two things that can make you healthy, wealthy, and happy. Mindset and critical thinking skills. Boy, when you combine those two, that's a rocket ship to wherever you want to (sighs) go. Mindset. Here's the thing. If you want to control your mindset, you have to recognize, you have to realize that your mindset will control your outcomes. You have a good life right now, it's because of your mindset. You have a bad life right now, it's because of your mindset. Something bad happened to you today and you're just upset and unable to do anything else because you're so worried about that one thing. It's your mindset. It's not the one thing. The thing that happened isn't the bad, um, the, the problem. The bad problem is your mindset. Here's what you can do about it. Awareness. This is what we have to do. We have to become aware. I remember when I first really, really, really put effort into my self-help, my personal development, I remember deciding that the things I wanted most were to be more confident, creative, and aware. Why aware? Because that's where it all starts. We have to be aware, right? Another thing to help you with your mindset, raise your vibration. Now there are many ways, and I teach some of them, on how to raise your vibration. Who doesn't want to be happier, right? I guess if you're really miserable, you'll say you don't want to be happy because it's too far of a stretch. You just kind of get, got to get neutral <laughs> and then maybe you can work on getting happy. But raising your vibe is very important. The ability to become happier at will is so important and so helpful in your life. Now that I can raise my vibe at will, I, I don't think there's anything that can stop me. Ain't no stopping you now. You're on the move, and so am I. So what can you do? You can improve your mindset. Now, this in, um, includes your perception and your imagination. Now, why do I say that? Well, for your mindset to improve, you have to start perceiving things differently. Instead of looking at something that happens to you as bad and you're the victim, you're going to have to start looking at things in a different light, with a different view. And that is changing your perception to recognizing 
that number one, there's a silver lining for everything. Number two, what did you do to help create whatever it is that happened, right? Number three, your perception in general, which if we handle the dream killer of the media, stop watching the news and put that phone away in the evening and don't pick it up right away in the morning, you will help your perception because you'll start to be able to perceive things in a different light. Don't think that you have not been manipulated and controlled by the news, the media, social media, because it's insidious and it's impossible to not let it affect you if it is on, if the TV is on in the other room so loud that you can hear all the commercials and all that's programming you to be sick and to need this drug and that drug and all these drugs that they're always advertising on TV, you're going to have to do something about that. Your perception will change when you stop putting bad things in. Think about if all you ate was junk food, candy and potato chips and cookies. How would your body function? After a while, it wouldn't be able to function well. Same thing with your mind and your creative spirit. You have to only put good things in there. And then your perceptions will change and you'll be able to use your imagination more. Most people don't use their imagination very much. They really don't. They haven't practiced it. They haven't used their will. They haven't focused their ability to focus. <laughs> they have not used their imagination very much. And because of it, they just kind of are... Uh, what what would you call um, receivers? They're just they just kind of accept everything that they hear and maybe maybe even parrot it, maybe you know repeat it. What can you do? You can um, to handle those dream killers. You can handle your media and social media, and you can work on your mindset. Now remember earlier I said mindset and critical thinking skills will set you free. It is true. Critical thinking skills matter because here's the thing. When you're learning, you probably think all you have to do is read or listen and then you've learned something. Guess again, real learning requires taking action and showing that you can do whatever it is you've learned and there should be some sort of change. Once change is evident, then yeah, you have showed that you've learned something. Now, with critical thinking skills, the more you actually use your reasoning, use your memory, combine all of that in ways that show you are becoming more and more of a critical thinker, then my friend, then you will be able to catch things that are not good for you. And then you're more capable of choosing to not be around those or to choosing to uh, hang out with people that do inspire you and that make you think. Maybe get a great mentor or a dead or alive, if you can find books on someone that you admire and read as much as you can about that person, that's a helpful way to uh, develop more critical thinking skills. You can think about what they believe and then pay attention. See what you see, not what someone tells you to see, right? You're going to look, you're going to see what you see and use those critical thinking skills. Let me tell you a story about labels. Ah. <sighs> Labels um, can be bad. Now, you might be thinking, wait a minute. Uh, we label all the time. We say, I'm a Democrat, or I'm a vegetarian, or I don't know, um, my child is autistic. We use these labels so freely. But the more you become a critical thinker, the more you will use reason to decide, hmm, 
hmm, are these labels good even when they appear to be good? Um, the more you'll use your memory <clears throat> to help verify and validate what you believe or the more you will be open-minded to listen to others' points of view and to decide that, hmm, that's curious. I never thought of it that way before. And then to decide if you want to change what you believe, if you want to incorporate that new idea. So I had a story to tell you about labels and it's quite, uh, I've uh, quite lost it. I quite don't recall what I was going to tell you. I'm sure it'll come back to me. But I was going to tell you a story about labels and how, how they could be, you could think that they're good, but then you could discover that perhaps maybe labeling isn't the brightest idea after all. So we'll have to save that for another episode because we've gone over by a minute and a half. <laughs> I will talk to you again soon, but for right now, you need to decide how you, you are going to handle those dream killers because I want you to live your best life now.